Welcome in to episode 71. It has been a couple months. It's, that's on me. It has been a minute. Myself, Sleeves, joined by my co-host, Padre. And uh, today, we are going to go over our time in Nashville at the draft in the finals of the NHL 23 World Championship. Uh, talk a little um, you know, World Championship and uh, everything from the week. So, it is July 4th, Padre. What are you doing? Probably just going to swim in a little bit and then go see some fireworks later tonight with the kids. Like you saw after meeting my family, it's kind of a lot of stuff's based on nap schedules now. So it's you kind of just have to, you know, that organize is it around that. <laughs> that is true. In Nashville, I did get to meet uh, your lovely wife and Sailor and Fisher and adorable children. And, uh, dude, you, uh, you proved to me yet again that you are not human. You are able to stay out later than everybody, uh, have more energy than everyone without any caffeine or booze, which uh, is a testament to you being a nutcase. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's because I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? Maybe so that's I mean, it. I don't know I what it is, know. but let me tell you, by the end, when I got home from Nashville and my trip, uh, I was out of gas. And uh, Dude, I was tired too, and I lost my voice. Like I love Nashville, but... I also hate it a little bit because it's not like a normal bar scene where you can no. just talk and like, yeah, there's always music at a bar, but this is just, it's nonstop, like loud music. So, you know, I, I just felt like I had no voice by like the first night. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like that, that, uh, you're definitely right in that aspect. Like by the end, I learned a lot about that. I'd never been to Nashville. It is now my favorite U S city. I've probably been to like okay. 30 U S cool. cities. Uh, and it is definitely number one there. It beats out Vegas for me, but I think that all depends on the type of person you are. If you like gambling, um, then you are definitely going to like Vegas more. If you hate country music, you are not going to like Nashville. If you don't mind country music, it's it's even okay because there's enough. How, how is all the food places? What are we thinking here? So we we went, we went, so we'll, we'll start off from the beginning here since we're we're kind of we're gonna be all over the place probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll start. So like me and you met up first day. We went to Rippy's. What'd you think yeah. of Rippy's? I do my dad. So for anyone who doesn't know, I went to uh, I had a long your dad man too. He's hilarious. Yeah, my dad. I was in D.C. from Thursday to Sunday, an eleven day trip, including this. On Sunday, we flew out. Uh, I flew to Nashville. My dad met me. Uh, he flew from Buffalo, and then Monday morning, uh, we woke up there. We didn't get into our hotel until like 3 a.m., so like 8 a.m., we wake up, and uh, we go out for breakfast. Let me start there. So I went to breakfast. I went to a spot that you recommended called Milk and Honey, had fried chicken and waffles for breakfast, which was a crazy combination, but it was delicious. Uh, absolutely loved it. That was my first little take of, of Nashville. We went uh, – so, yeah, then we went to Rippy's, and my dad – loved rippies like he was there like four or five times um even without me and uh, so yeah we, we met up there had uh the pulled pork um a pulled pork sandwich fantastic and for anyone that doesn't know rippies is um basically in nashville you've got one street uh, that runs along and it's like it's like it was made by like sim city because the the arena is right on the corner like right on the corner of this intersection i don't know what it is broadway and something and Rippy's is on one of the other corners, um, two story bar, like every single bar there. Which Rippy's kind of... like overlooks the plaza to get into Bridgestone. Exactly. So on a game day, uh, it's got to be a nightmare. Like you're not. Yeah. Like, it's got to be. It's, it's crazy. Gotta be. It's two stories. Uh, so we had uh, me and my dad at a, at a couple beers and uh, lunch with with uh, you and the wife when you got in. Um, this is on the Monday. It's the day of the awards. 
Um, I met up with Pete Blackburn a couple times, but then we went to the awards and uh, blast. Like, it's my second time going to the awards. It's not, um, it's fun getting dressed up. Um, I enjoyed it because I had like a boat in the race. I actually wanted to see if Carlson win the Norris because that wasn't like, that was like up for debate. It wasn't like a slam dunk. So I had a little bit more interest. But outside of that, like, I can see why the NHL awards, um, dude, I found it more entertaining than the draft. Uh, the draft was a dud. That was uh, both times I won't I've go been. to another draft again unless I'm doing the same type of thing where it's like if I'm there for the GWC and I'm like, oh, I might as well do it. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think uh, the draft outs after you get after the top 10 or the last player of like interest. So in this year it was Mitchkov. Like you were, you were wondering how far he would fall. Once Mitchkov went, it was like, okay, like they're really, and there was no trades. First time since I think like 2001 or something. Um, but anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So the awards uh, had a great time. Um, I got to, got to go down there and watch it again. Brought my dad with it. This year, I was trying to bring my dad to like everything, and I didn't really care as much about networking and all of the stuff. Like last year, I brought my dad to Montreal last year for the same event. But last year, I, I it was a new guy. It was my first year casting the GWC, so I was like, you know, trying to make sure that I didn't miss any dinners or you know drinks where all the money is made in the industry so this time i didn't really care so it was all about just hanging out with my dad and it was great so after the awards um we had the after party and you didn't go to the after party but you uh, you who did you go out with after the after party or while the after party was going on? that night was the craziest night by far it i stayed out was. like three three thirty that night or something crazy like it was it was a long night and i'm glad i like stayed downtown for that night because then it was just easier just to walk right back over Rather yeah, than your like, hotel was very close by. It was right across the yeah. stone. So I, uh, I originally I went out with Ol- Jack Ulmer. Mm-hmm. So his obviously everyone saw his brother Joseph won the GWC, Jost X10. Yep. And then I went and this is this will just be a funny story. So like we get in front of the line at Dirk Bentley, and Duncan Delly, everyone knows him. Dude, this is wearing, an all-time moment. That's a that's a great. Moment. I'm like sitting there and like I look like I'm 15, so it's like funny when I get into these places because they always like look at my thing pretty good, mm-hmm. and I'm like waiting and I'm like, what is going on? I go back out to like look where like why Delhi's not getting in, and they're not letting him in because he has on basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, it's just I'm the like, most Delhi thing ever, bro. Yeah, and I'm like. I guess this place is like a little bit of a higher dress code than some of the other ones. I'm not so, some lie, other... I didn't I I didn't find I, it to be like it was it was better than Kid Rock, but like it wasn't I found yeah, it well, means to be more like upscale than whiskey. Yeah, Rock. well I, I, I but I was just kinda like I mean I I don't know, whatever. He's like I, I, I don't know. I guess I get it. Like I, I don't go out a ton, so maybe I'm like I'm just an idiot. I don't know, but whatever. I've been to that place like ten times too. And I've never seen, but I guess I've never been with anybody that wore basketball shorts either. So yeah. they turn around. I go, Deli. I'm like, listen, bud. I'm like, it's going to be a longish night. I'm like, so maybe you want to head back to the hotel and go get some shorts. And so he did, or some different pants. He came back with some like all ripped up jeans or something. I was just like, I don't know, whatever. So he came back, we went out. And then I ended up running into the European guys. We, went back, we ran back to your hotel. But your hotel was probably like three blocks away. It was a three block away, but it was entirely uphill. I made that walk it, like four yes. times with my with my old man in the first day. It was we deceiving were both too. Out. Yes, it was deceiving because the first day you and you took us to the, go to your pool, we, me and my wife were like, "Oh, it's not that far." And we're like, "Yeah, it's kind of far." You can see it, yeah, because you can see yeah. it from where from from Broadway. We stayed at the Grand it's Hyatt hotel. I, me and my wife talked hotel. about it was a great hotel. Yeah, I'll I'll get to that in a minute. But like we. <laughs> Anyway, so we, we ended up, like, I ended up running into Europeans. Then I ran back down to Broadway, and I, I ran into Oli Poston and on the bench crew, and I met Pete Lenz. And that's when I saw you 
So you, so Sleazy and a bunch of the other guys, like I think Grizz, your dad, obviously. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll um, jump in. Yeah, so right after the NHL awards, um, I, we were lucky enough to get uh, awards tickets. So or, um, the after party. So the NHL had rented out Jason Aldean's from nine till midnight, free food and free drinks. It's four floors, and it's just packed. And three hours of free booze is a dangerous, uh, you know. Yeah. turn of events but we had a great time um nothing crazy because the next day i knew i had a call time at like 8 45 but i'm staying out because my dad and so yeah then we we go downstairs and you you end up we we run into pete again and, and they are all and, and the chicklets guys and they're all like we're going to tootsies and i was like okay that's uh, for anyone that doesn't know tootsies is like this famous hole in the wall bar uh in nashville and i was like okay i want to go like I, I need to say that i went here i can't i can't avoid yeah. it Get in there, man. It's like one thirty, almost two, and it is shoulder to shoulder. Like there is no moving on all three floors of this place. Uh, me and my dad are finding a table, and I was just like, "I'm gonna wait for Padre. I'm gonna say hi, and then I'm getting out of here." You come in with uh, with the on the bench guys and go upstairs. I need you to tell this. This is where the upstairs of Tootsie's. Um, once the Chicklets guys all came and whatnot, that's where all the NHL players were. But yeah. like I'm not kidding you. You go upstairs and like it was you could not move. So they started kicking people out too. Um, but tell the story of Matthew Kachuk because I I found that yeah. hilarious. So, uh, I, I like you told me like Kachuk was there and obviously like I know Matthew because he's from St. Louis and we skated together in the summertime. So I was like, oh, I gotta go. And I don't know what my brain. I guess because I didn't a care about the awards and b didn't go to the awards and then c didn't watch the awards. I was just kind of aloof to the whole thing. Like, I don't know. And I'm a hockey nerd. Like, you know that. Me and you are two biggest nerds you could find, probably. And and you were obviously, like, really into what the Carlson thing. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was just – I guess my whole, like, mindset was, like, GMs, coaches, owners maybe, because I guess Dundon was down there, different people. Like, that's who I would see down there. And then prospects. But the prospects, it's like, who cares? They're, like, 18 years old. Yeah, I can't – yeah. So <laughs> – so, like, I ended up going upstairs, and I see Matthew, and I, and I see, like, guys from St. Louis around him that I knew. I started talking to him, and, I, and like, I, you know, make my way over to him. I see him, what's up, buddy? How's it going? He's like, what's up, Stewie? I'm like, what are you, what are you doing down here? He's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, like, what are you doing in Nashville? And he's like, Stewie. I'm up for the effing heart. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, my bad. I'm like, well, I'm like, that's just how much I care about the awards. He's like, well, you know. I don't really blame you. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe you should win it next time. <laughs> and Stewie, obviously, I'm obviously, I'm up for the heart. But, but it was so funny. Like. It was so funny. So I felt like an idiot kind of. And then I was like, that. That I feel dumb. But I, I mean, he was like, I don't think he was all there anyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that was, uh, so yeah, the first night um, we ended up getting back. Um, and again, I had a great time at the after party and all of that. And uh, so then the next morning is the is the NHL 23 World Championship. So I go down there at like 8.45, 9 a.m., and uh they're setting everything up and whatnot i they let me not wear a suit which i now looking back on all the clips and whatnot i kind of wish i did because i don't like the look um but i didn't want to wear a suit because it was nine thousand degrees out it, it was very hot it was it was disgusting the entire week we were it was there. bad no, there yeah no matter what bad. you wore too mm-hmm. i wore shorts and a t-shirt most i mean dude you were just you needed like five pairs of different clothes mm-hmm. you needed like 10 different hot. pairs of underwear you need it it was disgusting it was just a sweaty mess so let's uh this part let's just talk about uh the the world championship and then maybe um you know let me talk about next year and see and things like that 
So, um, Jost wins, which yes. I think I, I, I said on the broadcast, I, I expected him to win. Um, it seems weird. Like, Jost is a world champion. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. It's not Gren. It's not Regs. It's not Polgs. It's not Eki. It's Jost. Like, I don't know. It's just how it's weird to me still. Yeah, you you weren't. I don't think you were at the speakeasy yet. That was another night too. Exactly. It was like me, Jordan, we ourselves. Yeah, or or maybe no, maybe this was. It was at the twelve thirty rooftop. We did so many places. Yeah. It was crazy. We were sitting there. We, we we were we. I don't know. Like when you get all the boys together, you start talking about like the the game. Like we don't really talk about like like. Ne- oh, like it this. never ceases to amaze me how much it ends. It, no matter what, you just it ends up yeah it, we weren't even like it's not even like we talk about like hot cards or it's just more of this like i don't know like we were just talking about like the actual event like how it went and i think i've made like the funny observation i was like wow joseph joseph went from being banned to the champion and then like you had duncan deli there who finished like i guess i guess i'd have been like third place in na yeah and he and he was banned <laughs> it was just like it was just funny how I, I I just thought that was like funny. I don't know. It's just it like is, now uh, now he's the world champion. It is definitely a new era because um, <laughs> yeah, like it, I think that eventually I thought that regs we talked about this okay, and this might be, actually this might be a good debate because I I think that you think otherwise. When you get to a spot where you are among like the better players in the community in any game, like in any NHL game, at a certain point, if you at one point you can get to top 10 or, or, you know, like that. Um, you can definitely go on a run, but you cannot win this event, especially with the new format, like the, at actually at the land, if you don't put in like a thousand hours, I think that's yeah. where this, I think that's where the dif- differences is because, um, once you get deep, like once you get very good at the game, um, you could not play very much at all and then end up like, you know, going on a run, but I don't think you'll win. And uh, Joe sent up grinding the game, and uh, here we are. Um, really funny story, real quick. Yeah, Duncan Deli was feeling himself after Nashville. He was feeling good. He went out with the boys. At- he mingled like okay. he was. Oh yeah, he was. He was texting the group chat we have, and and he got no, a text no, no, from- no. You cannot. Re- okay, hang on. No, this is this okay, is fine. This, okay. is, this is not bad. This is not bad. This is something different. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's like a million texts that he sent, but anyways, he's like. He's like, Joseph is asking him immediately when they get back from Nashville for money games. And <laughs> Deli's like this like chiseled vet now, like he's too big for it, right? He's like, dude, you're up 28 grand. Take a break from the game. And he goes, I don't play for free. I play for money. No, I mean, take a break from NHL entirely. Why? I make money playing wagers, Joe says. Right. But you just want 28 grand. This is the best part. You're a kid. Go enjoy life a little. Trust me, when I was your age, I wish I went out a little more. Is he only Keep a year mind- older? <laughs> That's the best part about Deli. Just completely, like, just, just aloof to the fact that he's... Tw- Deli's, like, 21, I, I think, think, and Joe's is, like, out, yeah, I think he's 20. I think Joe's is 20. Oh, then it's even worse. Oh, man. It's so funny, because he, he hung out with everyone, <laughs> even in Philly. He was in Philly, too. And we're all uh, old. Like, yeah. we're all far older. You forget that he's that young, because he has, like... I don't know. He's, like, he's, he's big. He's like, pretty he's, put together. Yeah, you know he's got a job. He's in school. He grinds NHL, all that stuff. But I think that he definitely it rubs off the fact that we're so much older. I think so. Oh yeah, that's great. That is that is that is great. Um, Act in mind, eh? That's what it sounded like. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, first off, when it comes to what like the GWC or the NHL 23 World Championship, first of all, we can talk about the venue. 
So they went with the esports truck again, is what we had in Carolina. I personally loved it in Carolina, except for the weather. Um, but not so much just because of what it was. Um, it was in the, in the, again, you weren't, it sucks you weren't there for that one, but the, where the fan fest was in the stadium. Series. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I in the same series. So yeah, I was explaining it again. Like when you walked into the fan fest, the stadium series, you had to go through the gates, get your and ticket and all that. But the truck was right at the front. So throughout the whole event, they have me and the noise and like the what's going on the broadcast blared over the speakers out, and they have this big giant screen that's on top of the truck that you can't see on yeah. a broadcast that's out there. So we had all the people stop by, like everyone at least looked. What happened in Nashville? Um, they stuck the truck not on Broadway, but like across from Bridgestone, but in a spot where just no one was. So like there was no foot traffic, which obviously makes it pretty tough. Uh, to get you know people to come by and check it out. By the end of it, I don't know if it's because I was screaming at the top of my lungs, um, <laughs> but we had about a hundred people near the end of it, which which was fun. But again, the heat and everything like that and that stuff. Um, I think that it was better than Montreal, um, in, in the sense that the the bar that they were in was so crammed, and it just I don't know. It didn't it didn't feel I didn't I didn't like it. I there nothing will beat the Luxor. Um, in Vegas, and we could talk about that a little bit because uh, Sap tweeted about um, you know improving the the you know the, the future of the tournament and, and all everything like that. The but uh, yeah, so like I, I wish that I didn't mind the truck. I just wish that it was you know on Broadway. And again, there's I'm sure turn the other way. Even exactly. even if they just turn, even if they just turn it the other way for your mm-hmm. sake with getting sun. I think I think it was the <laughs> I think it was the fact that when you because we're on broadcast the whole time, the view would have been just a brick wall. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, I don't I, know. Because nothing, dude, I'll be honest with you. Of all the venues, the best one in terms of what it was, the, what, the, what it looked like on broadcast, and then um, and then just like, you know, the, the area was the, the All-Star game. Now, it didn't look as good with the players because they showed too much of it. They didn't stay in tight. So you kind of saw like the, we were in a tent. Right, so you kind of like it, it kind of looked a little like eh when they yeah. showed the players, but our like me and Carlin's like look with like the that ocean job. and the beach was like the bet. Like that's probably I don't think that'll ever be beat. Yeah, and- the one in Nashville wasn't bad when I like did see it because I mean I think that was like, I didn't, I actually like went down there and I didn't stay at all for any of the GWC. I showed up. I talked to you guys in the morning when you guys were out there because sleeves and them were out there literally like at the. Like really early. It was early. like ten a.m. Went, like 10 when we so. went to go get breakfast, I saw you, and then I came back and I talked to James from the Capitals and Jordan from the Islanders, and I saw Carlin, and I, I, you know, I met all the people, and then I was like, well, I'll see you guys in six hours, and like later tonight, because I was, I don't know how you guys did. I mean, I know, I mean, obviously, like it's not the end of the world, but it, it was really hot. Dude, it was gross. It, I won't, I won't lie to you. So, like, uh, again, for these events. um, you know, you try to bring as much energy as possible, but it, you're still just casting a video game. But, like, by yeah. the end of it, I'm, like, screaming. And it, we've been out in the heat for a while. And I remember, dude, my legs started shaking. And near the end of it, I had Grizz. If, if, you, watched the, if you watched it, there was a couple times where Grizz started doing play-by-play. And it's literally me telling him, which I something I really like about Grizz is that we have pretty good chemistry where I just have to point or motion to something and he knows exactly what to do. So he just took over play by play. It's because I was chugging water and I would literally like you know kind of drop down to my knees for like a, a couple seconds because I it's not like I was going to you know going to battle or anything, but it was just like 
when you're screaming and you got like your blood pressures like you know your head you know it just i felt dizzy man it was it was uh it was an experience but nonetheless and you're and you're standing there for like that long in the heat it's just like it that, just gets tiring by that, the way funny yep. thing i don't remember if you were standing there or not when i introduced grizz to colby armstrong I was like, yeah, this is one of the guys. One of the, I said one of the guys that broadcast the, the the video game stuff. Like, I'm like, you obviously met my buddy earlier, and he's like, oh, that was that thing that was over in the, the thing over there. He's like, he's like, I, when I was walking by, I heard you guys like screaming about something yeah, or whatever. He's dude. like, so I was like, what is this thing? So people saw it. The problem is, I think behind it is when everyone walked behind it. Yeah, you go behind it, and you can't see the other side. Yeah, like you, you didn't said, know I, what was going on. I, yeah. I wish, I wish it would have been if because if it was on Broadway, man, like it would have been nuts. Just because of how many people were there, but they put the stage so close. They put the stage right beside Rippy's at the intersection, so you couldn't. They didn't go back anywhere. It was just like a little park area because, like, I stayed at that Hilton that was like looked literally down on you guys, like that Hilton. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a been. way one. That's, that's a, that's a you guys, and that, that was like <laughs> you walked in and out of there. That's that was great. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, like like I said, I think it was better than Montreal. Um, I don't know what it will look like next year. There is. Hmm. I saw Greg Wyshynski, Wyshynski, right? That's how you say his name? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, tweeted out that it looks like it might be Vegas for the draft and awards, and if the NHL World Championship follows that, you know, format, we might be back in the Lux Tour. Who knows? Because uh, the, the, the HyperX studio or the HyperX arena was, uh, man, it, um, so let's, talk about, this. Go, let's talk about this a little bit. Back, what yeah. if they don't go back in there? What if they just brought the truck again? Vegas is tough, man. Because Vegas outside is different than Nashville. That's it's I know. it's worse. I I don't like the players. Obviously, it's probably pretty warm and uncomfortable. But they had AC. Like you don't see that. Like they had AC that like blew down at them. Um, the it was harder in Carolina because it, it was seventy five the first day, and the second day it dropped down to like sixty. And like you guys not have AC, but you're broadcasting. We had like a little portable one. But like uh, it, it just it, we were like you know they put a tent above us which thank God, um, but you know it is what it is. Gary Bettman hopped on the broadcast. I tweeted out the clip. That was cool. He gassed me up. Coolest thing that's probably ever happened to me, uh, and that ever will happen to me when I'm in terms of broadcasting. So that was sweet. I got to meet Will Smith, who was hilarious. Uh, get drafted by the Sharks. I was trying to. So I now when I the, I get really nervous interviewing whether it be athletes or people in the industry or, you know, anyone, anyone of influence uh, simply because you don't want to be the one to ask the wrong question because if you ask a really boring question, it's lame. They'll give you a cookie cutter answer and the interview is just kind of, you know, blah. But if you ask like the wrong thing, you, you know, you're, you're clipped and you're in a lot of trouble PR wise. So Will Smith hopped on and this is before the draft, obviously. And Grizz asked him, like, we, we had to kill time, which was tough, man. Like, we had to kill a lot of downtime. And Will Smith, like, hopped on. It's supposed to be Fantilli. But Will Smith hopped on for, like, 15 minutes. And credit to him because, like, that's tough. He, he actually talked. But um, Grizz ended up asking, like, where's your favorite place to vacation or that you've, that you've been? And he starts answering. He's thinking about it. And I'm, like, I, I, I'm, like, watching it. If you watch the clip back, I start smiling to myself because I'm, like, I'm going to ask this. Uh, obviously you can't ask, where do you want to go? Because they're going to say whatever team drafts me. Well, you know, I'll, I'll be proud to play for that organization. I'm just excited. Right. To be, you know what I mean? You'll get the same thing that they always answer. So I was like, I was like, uh, he was, so he's answering that he, like, he'd been to Punta Cana or something like that. And I'm like, well, what about, what about vacationing in San Jose? And he continues on talking, like thinking about what he was talking about with Grizz. And then he like stops, looks at me and laughs. He's like, he's like, oh, I see what you were doing there. And it was a very funny clip for me. 
um, because, it, you know, those guys that joke around and show that they're not just like robot hockey players is really fun. And then he signed my jersey um, that I was wearing, and then he got drafted by the Sharks. So that was really cool. Um, I obviously have a lot more, um, you know, fandom for him now. And uh, I wanted them to take Mitchkov. We'll talk about this in a little bit. But I wanted them to take Mitchkov, but I was pretty adamant saying that, you know, if they don't take Mitchkov, as long as it's Will Smith, no one else. And uh, they took Will Smith. So, um, anyways, in terms of uh, the NHL 23 World Championship, what do you think? Give me three things that you would like to see from the event next year. Um, I put out, like, my five improvements, and I, I don't think it was very well taken but whatever i i thought i said it in a pretty nice way and i i think it's i speak on behalf of all the players and i think i speak even like you agreed with a lot of them i just i think we need to for like the actual tournament like venue aside i don't even want to get into that stuff because like i might like you know joke about like the the the, uh the truck or whatever i get it but um you know, I, I'm not the one that's spending the money. So I'm not going to sit there and, like, you know, tell them what they should do and not do. But, like, the money part, like, that's, like I said, like, because you can say they could do it at the top of the Empire State Building. I mean, like, you, I don't know. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, I'm not going to tell them like, what they should and shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's just going nuts. <laughs> Yeah, um, so like, so you're saying that, but no, a, a I, but venue? like actual tournaments, like okay. like the actual tournament, get rid of old gen for sure, mm-hmm. which like I think everybody agrees with that, mm-hmm. and like I know I went to old gen last year, whatever. But and then if 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 they do make it new gen only, like make it a way so there's like multiple ways to qualify, and that's another thing we talked about this. We talked about this in person, like pick a lane. It's either it's the world championships and it's the best tournament ever, or it's. Um, a marketing event. I think you like honestly, God, they should probably just do a marketing event because of the state of the game. Yeah, like, that that was talking about this year too. Is that the state of the game? This is the worst. Like, the I'll go ahead finish because I'll, I'll no, back. just like the state, the game's not that great. So, no. and like I mean, we're gonna play the game. I, I, it's hockey. Like I'm gonna no play next what, year. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna act like I'm not gonna play. But it's just uh, yeah, like the game not being great, and there's being so many like goofy things with it. Then like you know just make it a marketing event, you know, like if my sister wins, they won't care. You know, she doesn't play the game. I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just making up something, but it's like, that's kind of how it feels. So it's like, just pick a lane almost. And then I, I I think like the other thing, like I've, I've always said is, is like, and I know they won't probably do it, but like they already like make it versus so everybody can play. But then like, like, this is like, this is like the, you know, like, Oh, EA might not be like, I don't know how much EA actually cares or not about it. But, like, you've told me, like, they would want it to be hot. So, it's, like, I, I said make it versus until the point where then you can have the draft. And then it doesn't matter. Because when I talked to Chris Dollier, the guy that runs it all, when I talked to him years ago in St. Louis, <clears throat> he said the main reason why they switched to hut because they didn't like Pittsburgh versus Pittsburgh, Tampa versus Tampa. Well, the only parts that are really streamed, those are all, honestly, the draft portion, which is, like, their hut teams or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? I still think people get confused when they, like, like just average Joe Blow, like you said, people like walking by. They're like, "Well, why? Why is Johnny Gaudreau on the Leafs, or why is you know?" So I think people still don't like, even though if it's not Pitt versus Pitt and Tampa versus Tampa, it's still confusing to like the average person. I think like when they see like, "Well, why is Gaudreau on this team or whatever?" I can't remember what my other things were on the list. I think I might have said like maybe like a crackdown like on the cheaters and stuff. You know, like there... the manip- There's just too much manipulation going on. So. Find a way to make it so you can't manipulate the tournament so much. Like whether it's the discords, whether it's the 
um, the leaderboards in the game, you know, whether it's the win trading, the IP. I mean, just there's just so many things. Like, and I mean, I think I think one of the main things I, I think I might have said too, like talk to you more, talk to Oway. I don't know whoever. Like, talk to people that have been around for a long time and like bounce more things off you guys because ultimately you're the ones who like <laughs> you you've been around it forever. I think I think uh, so. All of the things that you're talking about, I think, are like the the main issues that they're they're running into. I think we're at a point now with the the world championship where, um, I, t- I talk about this all the time now. Like seeing seeing it all in behind the scenes, there's like four or five pillars that they're trying to satisfy, um, yep. and you simply can't do it all. Like so, for for example, you, you mentioned uh, go back to versus, so that would evening out the player base like evening out the player feel for the competitive player so that would satisfy you know the one percent the the people that have a well, show not even just that though but like if your neighbor who lives mm-hmm. next to you doesn't have a hut team and he just wants he's like oh like that looks pretty cool on tv like you said you were on tv after the draft yep no no and, you're and right he, you're right no no and, so. and like alex petrangelo texted me and was like dude what is this like are you playing i'm like no 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 no. that's not me and this was a stadium series that was yeah. getting re-shown on tv yeah. but he he saw it. So if he sees it, if my neighbor sees it, they're like, oh, that looks pretty cool. I play that game. I want to play in it, even though he's not going to win. But you can't just, like, that's the problem with this tournament now is you can't just pick it up and go, all right, I'm going to play. The exactly. Year- so I, I agree. So from a competitive player base, what the best way for the tournament to go, in my opinion, would be you whatever team you use, this is in FIFA as well, whatever team you select, everyone is 85 overall. Yeah, and that, so there is no competitive. I'm sure there's some slight competitive advantage, like whether it be X factors and things like that. But you could maybe you could turn X factors off. I don't know, but that would be that would be the pillar that would satisfy the players, right? Because again, you don't need hockey ultimate team. You don't need to you know, build up your team. You don't need to engage in the mode. Versus, you can set it and forget it because it is what it is, right? If you're good at the game, you can just you know pick it up when when whenever the tournaments are and go. Satisfies the players. The issue there is now you're not satisfying EA. And right. I, not that I'm like, oh man, you gotta satisfy. It's just I'm, a, I'm when when I when I bring these up and talk to people, it's like I'm I'm trying to give you realistic expectations for it, like what's going on. So EA does have a significant stake in the NHL 23 World Championship. I can confirm that. Um, so obviously, if you think logically, it's it's like a business, right? Like you, you're not like EA is not going to do it for nothing. Um, they need to, you know, get something out of it. And whether you see like, well, you're getting marketing and all of that for it, there's still a lot that goes into the tournament and hockey ultimate team obviously is going to benefit EA. Um, because you know, again, you're engaged in hockey ultimate team in the mode and whether you buy packs or not, even not, not even buying packs, but you're engaged in the mode. If it's versus right, you could not play. And we just talked about this. If you're a good enough player and you've been at the top of an NHL video game at some point in the last 10 years, you could go on a run if everything is equal. You yeah. have that in you. You won't win because, again, I think that you need to put in a thousand hours in a year to, to have a real shot at it. But you will get. You can go on a run in hockey. Ultimate team, you can't do that. You've got to engage with the game all the way throughout the year, right? So now you're not satisfying EA, right? And then it's like the teams. That's another one. Not every team is super involved in the World Championship. They, but you know, so. You can't have individual tournaments because not every team is going to provide you with a competitive player. But like, are we on the say, same page as wipe the, the all the individual tournaments for every team and almost? I think I think we talked about this before. It's, me and it's you, like, tough. Oh, it's tough. So like this year, this is this is the issue is that this year they they put in a lot more time and effort into the NHL 20 World Championship, but it was so spread out 
and it almost made it a little too confusing. But yes. because they, they it did was all confusing. all of the teams had their own tournament, mm-hmm. and it didn't it didn't hit home. It didn't have the same impact. But then it's like, I'll be honest with you. In my, in my opinion, the the way that I would go about the the NHL twenty three world twenty four world championship is make it dial it back all the way to the bare bones. So. And I don't know if that's even possible now because of, you know, what it requires. But in the first two years of the NHL 23 World Champ or the the GWC, um, there was no teams. You did not use, you did did not represent a team in the first two years. You were your own player. So Junior Pence, John Wayne, like they did not have an affiliation with those teams, I believe. Right? Like they just used Versus or Hockey Ultimate. I think in 19, because it was Hutt. Did they just select whatever jerseys they wanted to wear? Because there was think, no club championship. It was like, I think you just picked a team, and then if that's the team, team, yeah, and like that's what I was gonna say is like when we talked about this off camera. I think we talked about this in Nashville. Maybe I was saying get rid of all the team tournaments, and if like you have a Jordan Zelnicker, you have a James Bittner, like, and you know Jordan works for the uh, Islanders, and James works for the Capitals. You have Stinger for the you know Jackets. You have a guy like Oway for the Leafs. If they're go getters and they're like, I want no sleeves to be my rep. I don't care if he's going to win or if he's going to lose. You know, I want him. Or if, like, the Blues wanted me, whatever. And they pick – that's fine. They can pick them, and that's, that's like, their choice. But if there's, if there's like, if, if there's like four Leafs representatives, there's four Leafs representatives. Because I always thought it was kind of corny when you have, like, guys – like, when I, when I won the Blues bracket, I'm playing a diehard Blackhawks fan. And everyone knows the Blues and Blackhawks hate each other. It'd be like you representing the Kings, and you're a Sharks fan. It's just – it doesn't that look – because the Sharks representative was L.A. Kings fan. Yeah, like, yeah. It it's like it's not the same, like, oomph, and it, and it just doesn't look the same. I don't know. I, I, think I agree. It, and, again, that, so, like, that's the issue trying to then satisfy the teams. Right. right. Um, and I think that the issue is, is that not every team wants to be super involved. Nope. Clearly. Right. There's other teams. They said that straight up. There's about, yeah. There's about 10 to 12 that would pick a representative and then push yeah. them. So like Risto with the Florida Panthers, which yes. is wild because now he, they, they got him into a cup final game, you know? Yeah. So what I would, what I would say is um, get down to the open qualifier and, and qualify for the actual tournament, right? And then if a team wants to select a player, they can select the player. If they don't get any competitive advantage. All nope. they do is like, I'm going to use that team, right? And other people could use that team, I guess, if you wanted, or maybe yeah. not. I don't know. There's a million Leafs. There's a million Leafs. That's fans. the there's issue, right? It's like fans. you get Leafs in Montreal. Like those. Like that's a gong show compared. But to I think team. it makes for a better story, I and agree. that's like what it's a marketing event, and it's so much cooler when like you like when you guys had me on there, and I didn't go far, but I went far enough where you're like, oh, you know, he skated with the Blues, and oh, he was the Blues and Eastern <laughs> goalie. I'll be, and, I'll be yeah. honest with you, two of the three world champions were representing the team that they were a fan of Columbus Cookie did it with Columbus and Joe said it with Detroit. That is true. That so is like, true. That's, like, like that's pretty crazy when you think about it, because that, that I think that everyone gets focused on like on paper, these people should win. And if the game is anything like NHL 23, that simply is not going to happen. We saw what happened with Nippon and polls, right. like one of the worst goals to lose on. Yeah. And, and then Nippon lost the very next game against someone he should not have lost to. Right. Like if, if, again, if all things were equal, but yeah. So like I would, I would dial it back and make it real simple. I think anytime that you add friction, a point of friction, it, it, you, you lose players, you lose Mm signups, you lose whatever. So one point of friction is signing up outside of the game. 
um, yeah. you know, going to Battlefy and, and face it back in the day. That's a point of friction, right? In my opinion, it should be all done in game. You got a QR code right on the game, and again, you just and they had that, and they did have that. Um, but again, same same kind of situation. I think that, dude. I think that EA should lean into the GWC more. I think that if you accrue hut points, hut champs finishes maybe top twenty, maybe top ten, you get points throughout the year. And if you hit the the, the top thirty two, all the way up to the open bracket play, the top thirty two are from hut champs, and then the other thirty two are open. Like you've got it. Like it's like you can just go in and get. So that way, dude, it would even be cooler. That, if you they know how much harder hut champs would be. Oh, oh yeah, it would oh. make it would make it the activity, and even if they brought back like this is an EA thing, right? Mm -hmm. If they brought back online season, so there's like a, there's an actual like all time grind, you could reward even like the top ten of that leaderboard. So then you'd really have some just absolute grinders all your, but that keeps that keeps activity going. So mm -hmm. you're feeding, you know, you're feeding the GWC, and then you're also feeding your own game where it's like, because I mean, I mean, I'll be honest, like next year. I'll probably just play my Hut Champs games and get off. You know what I mean? And unless they do something in Rivals where it's like, oh, this is fun, you know. But the other, the other thing that I I can't stand anymore is that the the NHL EA its game cycle from a from this is from a competitive player standpoint or even not even competitive but like semi competitive um, standpoint. So it's like again probably the five percent of the player base because the rest don't yeah. care about the GWC, and I understand right. that. But the vocal ones are usually the more competitive players. And it's like the second the GWC is done, or even just like the open qualifier is done, that's the beginning of the end for the game. In, yep. in all honesty, I consider personally, once the GWC finals are done, the game is done. Like, it's just how it is, right? And that's not the case for everybody, but it just really feels like that. Um, and I think that that is brutal, that this tournament is holding up an entire mode. Like, it is propping up... A lot of people go and build their teams in Hockey Ultimate Team with the sole purpose of competing in the GWC. And that sucks. Like, that should not be... That's not the NHL's fault. Like, that's... EA's got to make their game more engaging for that to matter more. So if that's going to be the case, dude, make Hut Champs. It's the same people that are going to have a chance at GWC. If you can get top 20 in Hut Champs from, Jan from November... Or, sorry, October to February, you are someone that can compete in the GWC. No one's lucking in to 18 wins in Hut Champs when the game is at its highest player base. No one is. Unless you're in the West Coast, and maybe, again, that's a whole other debate. But, like, that's just, you know, it, how it is. That's a very good player. Um, so, again, I think that if you tied in Hut Champs throughout the year up until when they start, you know, it's tough. The the other thing, and, again, I talked about, like, the, the like there's four or five things that you, you're trying to satisfy with this tournament. The, the other one is the, the, the time of it, like, when it's – so it started earlier this year. There was far more stuff. All 32 of the club tournaments, the open play, the the land in the in Florida, the All-Star game, the land in the stadium series. That's the most we've ever had with the GABC ever. And um, but it but it still ended real late. Like from the North American finals, which was in the middle of May, to the end of June. And you lose all that steam. You know? You lose all the steam of of people still paying attention, right? And I think the only way that you can ever improve upon that is to do the tournament and have it end earlier. Like the week before the playoffs is probably the best time because team of the season would just come out. So that's the last spike in people engaging. Right. Um, and and that, that's really it. But the problem is, is that the NHL is all focused on the playoffs. And I think that for the few people that get to go to the event, 
like Nashville was fantastic. It was like, awesome. Those like I've been to almost every single one except for that first year in Vegas. I went the second year. I've been to every single one since. Mm. And it, like Nashville was fantastic. Like all the players had a blast. Like it's just you know like I I it's tough because again I don't know how you put it because I know they like tying it with an event because they get the PR they they get the the draft play like the younger crowd like these guys all play NHL. Bedard plays Hut, and he was at the truck like at like interviewed yeah, by yeah. Carlin and stuff. So like. That stuff's huge for, for the event and the PR. And you have to understand from a business standpoint, like, you know, you can take clips of that. The NHL can take clips of that and, and put it in a lot of other stuff. And that that's something that a lot of players don't take into account. And, you know, I don't know how you balance all that. I think that, you know. I think it's two separate issues. Like, kind of like, because we're, we're talking about two that, like, I agree with what you say. It, it's for me and you, it feels so long because we're old. But those I kids, like. To, I also have to play the game all the way through basically so well, yeah it, it but like longer. even if you did even if you didn't play the game like me and you would say it just feels too long right but like i just sent that text about like like jose and delhi like jose just won 28k delhi's knocked out and they're still wanting to play those kids will play no matter what you yeah. know what i mean so for them to go until i mean uh, the casual June, viewer right the casual yeah. viewer correct it's just it does feel like it's you know it's too spread out i don't know it's but the but the whole for EA to get people to play the whole way through, I don't know. That's a whole other topic. That's like, a whole yeah, other. Right. To- I mean, there's some but we could go. Yeah. That's in that. I feel like we're, we just blow hot air at that point because I, I feel like nothing happens. Yeah, I, I think the last thing I'll say about about the, the the GWC and a lot of people that have been around since the start, even yourself included, will go back to every year. It seems less and less. So the tournament has been going on for six years, um, which is a long time. And COVID, COVID didn't help anything. COVID, yeah. like, I'll be honest with you. Like, when I went in 2019, man, like, it felt like EA had the competitive team was there. It felt like they were going to, like, push this, like, the Madden Championship Series. And COVID crushed it. Because the year of COVID, the ter- I think the prize pool was 150 grand. Like, it, it went, it was way up. So, like, he's just sitting there in the background. I, I just sent my wife a picture. Both dogs flip-flops. <laughs> and I'm like, they're just sitting right there. <laughs> they're unreal. That's good. The uh, But, yeah, like, I, I think that, you know, um, in the first two years when it was in Vegas, everyone goes back yes. to that, like, it was the best broadcast. And, and, you know, it was the best, you know, just the hype around it, everything. you got to remember, first of all, it was new. There was no competitive play. There was literally zero before NHL 18. There was nothing other than like the, the the Snyder Cup, but that was the same year. It was right before. And you know what's funny when you talk about like how they're like we need Hut EA right? They used to not have Hut, Mm -hmm. but once you open the can of worms, you can't put it back in. You know what I mean? So it's like it's and now that we're here, it's like well, so you're like so me saying I I should probably shut up and never talk about that, but it's like. You know what I mean? It, it, it's they're not going to ever go back to versus. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they can, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think they should. Because again, I no. Think, if, I think if you're versus, if you're running their company, if me and you were not, boss dude, at not EA, even that, not even that, just from an engagement standpoint. That's true. Like Hut is there's a reason why everyone plays Hut and not versus, right? In a yeah. perfect world, competitive players would like the path of least resistance and just be able to win based off on talent, which is what it should be like if you were to make the most competitive tournament there is then obviously that should be the most important right versus, i wouldn't play hut <laughs> exactly exactly you wouldn't like i would say probably 50 percent of the top players in the world would not play hut um yeah. and i just think like i, I watched that first one when his pittsburgh was per- pittsburgh and even if yeah. you a- average out the team made him 85 overall I, d- I don't know i just don't think it would be the the, the 
what I said about how GWC is holding up hockey ultimately as a mode from the top end where like everyone's building their teams for it. I think that's a negative and a positive because that means that people are so invested in this tournament because it's hockey ultimate and you got to build your team and you got to have certain players on your squad and all that. I think that's a huge bonus. Now, should there be some sort of cap and way to build your team and limit? Yes. Like that, that's what it should be. It should be like, you can only have one ninety plus card. Something Shout like out that. Kesta right there. That's yeah, Kesta. exactly. He loves the sour cat. That was his big thing. That's what I would do. I, I sincerely think that if it was not hockey ultimate, that it would not be as um, an engaging of, of a tournament. I think I think it should still be hockey ultimate team, but there should definitely be some restrictors there. It just would not be as fun. Um, you and again, and the other thing is, it's been going on for six years. Like I mentioned, I feel so much like they're everyone's just they feel this entitlement of the tournament being there. Because it's been there for six years now, so you just assume, okay, October rolls in, time for GWC. Like, it could just not be there, and it'd be like, now, like, there's, like, what, three teams that run an event? And people realize that, like, how much they miss the tournament. Because, dude, let's be real, man. If GWC went away, how much shell are you playing? Like, you're probably just playing threes, man. I'll probably just go back to playing versus leaderboards. Yeah, like that's it. And but like yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people that would be like that if, if it, you know. So yeah. that's why I mentioned if it goes back to a simpler route and, and maybe that would that would benefit a little bit more. But the other thing is in the first two years they went all out. I mean like right. Cookie and 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 Gran and all those guys in year two they stayed at the win. Like <laughs> I don't know how much that costs, but it is far more like, like that is so much money on every time that they do these events that it's not sustainable. So now when right. you go all in the first couple of years and you're like, okay, if we're going to make this sustainable, we've got to make X changes. And from the outside, you're like, man, it's just getting worse and whatnot. But the sustainability of, would you rather have had the GWC for three years and they went all in and they're like, yeah, this isn't going to work or six years. And they have to figure out, you know, this is, you know, this is the ROI of this, and this is how we're going to handle that, and, and all of that. I just, I think that gets overlooked quite a bit. And again, I also have a, uh, a a unique outlook on the tournament because I'm so involved in it, or I have been, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, like I, Nashville for for the four guys that got to go, I can confidently say that was the best, you know, time with the awards, the draft, the city of Nashville. Even if you didn't go out drinking and party, I'm not talking about that, but just like the it, Montreal did not feel like that. It Montreal did not feel like that at all. It felt like very, I'm going to go to the event and then that's it. And then every, and we all hung out together a lot too. Like I that's thought. it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like in Montreal, it didn't feel like that. It felt like it, everyone just went their separate ways after everything. Yeah. Whereas this year, it was not that everyone and you know I didn't hang out with Joe's or or Cad or I mean even oh, it's, Eki, it's hard to they're again, they're, the age gap right like I'm not going to I, I don't do that at any event just because you know why do why do guys that are 2021 20, want to hang out with me right but still I but everyone else in the community that was there we all went out like it was it was just very fun shout out to Man Advantage by the way because yeah awesome. Man Advantage we yeah because he he listens to the pod he's a he's he's a commenter he loves the pod but he he, Dude, he like gave us. Yeah, he gave us like an awesome, you know, setup with going. We Let, went to like a private speakeasy. To go all the, to all, come all the way back after the GWC. Okay. Yeah. So now continuing on about the trip and whatnot. Um, Man Advantage, I had not met prior to that. I, 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 I did meet him on Zoom uh, one time with Kesso because he's very close to Kesso. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, I met him in person. He's from Nat, or he's, he lives in Nashville. And he hung out with my dad and watched the event the whole time um, in person, which is so hot. But he was like, do you want to go for dinner afterwards? 
Uh, I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, I'm a member at the 1230 Club. And I was like, a member at a restaurant? Like, okay, sure. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to go for dinner afterwards. So we go for dinner afterwards. And we get in there. The 1230 Club is the least Nashville upscale restaurant that was there. It's on Broadway, right across the street from Bridgestone. But it wasn't, it didn't scream like country music. And you go in there, you go upstairs. And I said, I had a a reservation with with whoever. And uh, they tell me to go to this elevator. And we go into the elevator and we goes down a floor. We're on the third floor now. It goes down to the second floor. You can't get to by just walking. And we open up in this like jazz bar, like secluded, like out of a movie. And I look at my dad. I'm like, what the hell is this? Own personal bartender. No one else is in there. Um, so he, he shows up with Grizz and Deli. Deli was dressed appropriate. Well, he was dressed pretty appropriately. And uh, had an amazing dinner and uh, just shot the shit for, for an hour or two. Um, and, and I really appreciate that. A lot of time me, meeting Kyle, man, man advantage was, was, was great. And um, I love meeting people in the community. I, I said this before, like it's something that I really enjoy. It's so, that cool speakeasy too downstairs. Yeah. So anyway, so the, yeah. So after the event, we, we go and have this really nice dinner and then we go upstairs to the roof. And that was when like you, the chicklets guys, everyone that was like the that all the euros it was like a private party kind of yeah all the euros james and Car jordan pig showed was up. there yep car pig showed yeah i actually met car pig too he's from from sharks gaming um and yep. i just told him like everyone i put a post out i'm like you know if you're in nashville here you go and it was just rooftop twelve thirty club <laughs> and everyone showed up like it, it was it was very very cool um yeah all the chicklets guys were there um yep. After they that, were awesome too they, they took pictures with everybody they were cool i will never forget for my entire life the night i have with my dad uh, i talk about this a lot lately again all throughout by being a least fan like me and my dad we, we haven't had a, we're, we're not uh we don't hang out all the time my dad never spends money never travels so that's why i was trying to show him a good time dude so we've been drinking the whole night after after the gwc is done i have no voice i'm gassed because we we're out till 2 a.m the night before i had the 8 a.m call i've been screaming in the sun all day and uh we go up to 12 30 club and we, we you know we have some waters for a while, like twelve thirty one rolls around, and I don't know if it was you or Jordan, somebody. Let's Jordan go. was yeah. pushing the gas. He was like, "Let's go to Jason Aldean's, which is just down the road." So we go to Jason Aldean's. We were there the other night for for the the night before at the the awards, and my dad liked that place. We're like, "Yeah, sure." We go up there, have a beer, and you guys immediately are like, or Jordan's like, "I'm not feeling the vibe," and uh, you know the, the boys wanted to go to Kid Rock, which is right next door, so Kid Rock's place. So I look at my dad. It's like one thirty. I look at my dad. I'm like want to go to kid rocks and then take off he's like sure so okay we walk downstairs uh, from all four floors jason aldean's we go next door and we go up all the way to the rooftop of, of kid rock stay there for like 20 minutes and then everyone else is like you know i'm not feeling it we're gonna go to we're gonna go to whiskey row Derek bentley's club and uh, i was like okay i'm gonna chill here with my dad you know i'm thinking it's almost two we'll, we'll i'll just walk back up it's 2 a.m rolls around last call in nashville's three great um and i look at my dad i'm like you ready to get out of here and he's like well we could we can go check out you know dirk bentley or whatever and i look at him i'm like what my dad's 63 uh he definitely you know he, he enjoys the waters uh anyway so i was like you sure i was i thought that he was trying to stay out for me and i'm like pops i'm gassed like if you don't want to go Right. You know, we don't got to go. He's like, well, I mean, like, you know, we're in Nashville. You're not going to be there. You know, when's the next time we're going to be back? I'm like, okay. We walk down the street, go to Dirk's Bentley. The 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 Golden Knights were having a party, an after party there, uh, like a cup party. I think it was Chandler Stevenson. I don't know who, but they had just left because you could see on the screens, like the Golden Knights stuff, and it was all blocked off at the top. Um, and no elevator. 
bruh, Dirks, help out. That was, dude, that was like six floors. It wasn't four. Like, it's you want, like, I was like, no, like, this sucks. We stay there for a couple drinks, and uh, yeah, dude, it's like 3 a.m. by the time me and my dad walk back up to our hotel. It was the easily, I, I can confidently say, probably the best night I've ever had with my dad. So, super cool. happy about that. Like, it was, yeah. it was a blast. The next day was the draft. We sleep until noon. Me and my dad are out. Like we slept in because I didn't. I didn't have to get up for anything. Um, and then uh, man advantage. Kyle picked us up. He was an, he was our Uber driver, and we met you and the wife and the kids at uh, at uh, Hattie B's, which yep. um, is like a famous hot chicken place. And I, I wanted to experience all you know all of the stuff that you should as a tourist in Nashville. Yep. And uh, it was uh, it was um, it was great. I thought that, uh, you know, good, real good. Um, you know, I, I mean, is that, is that your place, favorite place to get food in Nashville? Yeah, Rippy's is starting to be, like, my second, I think, maybe, or right there with it, you know? Like, because I've had it, I've been there so much now. It's like, I, like I said, I was just there, like, three months ago before I was with you there. So it's like, I, I'm kind of, <laughs> I kind of get, like, not burnt out by it. But you know what I mean? It's Yeah. But no, yeah, we, and then after that, like, that was draft. Yeah, that was draft. Was draft. Night. Draft. I, I the did. Draft house was done. I had a bro- so okay. That was um. That's a lot on me. So we go out for lunch and then we go down. My my dad loves Rippies. He loves yeah. it. So he was like, I want to get a hat from there. Let's go have a couple beers before the draft. So we go and do that. We get there at like two. Well, I thought that we would go back up to the hotel, maybe change or something, then go to the draft. But the draft isn't like swanky. Like I wore my suit. I wore like I wore my suit yeah. jacket and whatnot to the awards. But the draft isn't like that. It's all, it's fans. Everyone's wearing jerseys and stuff. Um, mm. So I was like, I was in like you know just in some some uh, um, nice shorts and and a, and, a, and a shirt and whatnot. So I didn't need to go change. So it was my dad. And uh, man, we, we I the here's the problem when you start getting after it in the afternoon. By the time the night rolls around, you're already like hung over. <laughs> so, I, like, I knew when we got after it in the afternoon, it was me, and my dad, made advantage, and uh, Carolina Kaniak. He was a guy who was he he came and met met us for a little while. Um, but uh, you know, we stayed there all the way up until basically the draft started, and we were we were in one. So by the time the draft happened, I already had a headache. It was like, ugh. And the first round was fun up until Mitch Cobb, and then it was brutal. It is. Yeah. It's it's great to be there in the beginning, guys, but then it dies, especially because there was no trades, which was stunning because there was word that there was going to be so much action. Um, and last year, dude, in Montreal, they had the one hundred and one. They trade for Doc. Like it was crazy. The, like it had like twenty trades. Like the, it the, feels like your graduation from college or high school. You're just watching yes. people walk up on the stage yeah. and walk up on the stage, and you're just sitting there like, all right, like is this? Like we ended up leaving after like I left earlier than you because Jordan's like, let's get out of here, I and you're stayed, like, I'm gonna stay till the Sharks. I stayed to the because we were already so far in. I stayed yes. to the Sharks at twenty six, which I'm stoked for because I again I tweeted I was live tweeting the draft. And uh, I was like, man, I just want Musty or Richie to the two mm-hmm. highest OHL picks that were available. Um, because obviously, you guys know, like if you follow me, I'm a I'm a big OHL guy. I love the Ice Dogs, and if they're gonna draft someone in the first round, it'd be awesome to watch them in person next year. And they drafted mm-hmm. Quinn Musty, who I have seen obliterate the Ice Dogs last year. And I was like, I, I I was more excited for that than when they took Will Smith. So next year i get to see the number former number one overall pick in the ohl quentin musty who is now going to be a sharks traffic so uh that was sick but then after we went back to the 12 30 club I, I feel like everyone was just burnt out oh no we went to the speakeasy sorry 
So again, man advantage being from Nashville, he set up reservations after the draft for this like hidden bar. Wait, like cool. we got to experience all of that. Like Pete, like we were blessed and we go man down advantage. and again, it, dude, it reminded me of like a cantina, like very swanky, very like deli had to wear jeans. We were not dressed probably the way we should have been. But I felt okay, but yeah. Like, we were, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I, if you could, like, just come from, like, your house right to there, then you would have been, like, there. Worn, but, yeah, I would have worn, yeah. like, a, a nice pair of jeans with a sports coat. Like, pro- that, that would, I definitely would have done that. Deli, let me tell something real quick. So, you were a Do little not later. Tell the Deli, joke. that's a, Del- no, 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 no. Deli, Del- Deli came rolling in and he had on, like, ripped up jeans and he had, he bought a draft shirt, like, a collared yeah. shirt. So, like, NHL draft. And he had his devil's hat on that he had on all weekend. And he sat down, and the lady actually believed, the waitress believed that he was a devil's draft pick. And, like, uh, he literally, and it got even worse. So, like, I mean, basically, we ended up hanging out there the rest of the night, and that was about it, honestly. But then I'll let you take it from here because I left. I went back to St. Louis. Sleeves ends up going up to uh, CJ142's wedding. Everyone knows who that is in the community. And John Wayne's there, Cookie's there, Pens is there. They're all there. Well, Deli ends up going up with him and tell him how he got a. I can't believe he got a room. Like this is, it's just. Oh, dude. Okay, I was like, what are you talking about? I forgot. The about Devil's draft pick thing. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. So that was Nashville. Uh, my dad flew back to Buffalo. I had to continue my journey of three different cities yes. and states in eleven days. So I flew to to Philadelphia um, for for CJ one four two. If you watch him on stream and whatnot, his wedding. And uh, a lot of people from the community that I've met over the years were, were also there. But the first night was Larsonist, um, <laughs> who is definitely one that likes to uh, to gamble and likes to throw his money around. We went out for a f- crazy dinner at Ruth's Chris, which was nuts. That was probably the best steak I've ever had. Then we went to the <laughs> casino. It's my man John Wayne and Larsonist. They loved to gamble. And I am not a big gambler anymore. If you're from Niagara Falls, you kind of get over it pretty quick because once you turn 19... It gets dangerous with Casino Niagara right there. We're the biggest casino in Canada. So, anyways, I'm like, okay, I'll take a hundred bucks and uh, I'll just play some blackjack with with Larson. It's just fifteen dollars hands, but he was not betting fifteen dollars. I will not expose his units, but they were dangerous. Anyways, um, we did that for a couple hours, but Delhi shows up, and credit to him because he flew from Nashville, got in his car, and immediately drove to live, and he got offered a room at the casino. Because he told them he was a dra- he got drafted from with the Devils, and they offered him a comped room, and I was like, "What in the world?" Like it was just I, I couldn't believe. And he I, didn't take it. No, dude, he is a he's a disaster, man. Like so, it was you know, and then obviously you don't have to get into it all, but like uh, got to go to CJ one for two's wedding, fantastic yep. wedding, a uh, gorgeous venue in downtown Philly. It was mm-hmm. like a penthouse of of one of. Like, I was getting the FaceTime calls. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really fun. I hadn't seen Cookie and Pens. That's like cool. In like year, I haven't seen Cookie in years. I don't know when. Dude, I, it, we, it, still, it, we still it, talk, but it sucks because you you talk to all these people all the time, and it's it's a video game and it's online, but it's like it, it was like cool. Like I got to hang out with you. It's and not I got weird. Ha- like we, no, we, not we, at all. I when we met, it was the first time since 2018. Like yes. that was the that was the last time I've seen you in person, and it yeah. was just like we were doing this. So you like, never met my wife. You never, never met my met wife, wife, my yeah. kids, and yeah. it, we just had like a normal lunch, and it, nothing it wasn't was awkward. Like, and like you know, nope. what I mean, you just pick up like you like you would normally because you talk every day and whatnot. And like that's the thing about like about meeting people in the community is like, yeah. you know, it, that that's like the the best part. So like I hadn't seen Cookie and and Pens, but we talk regularly or semi regularly now. 
a lot older. Like I can't, I think Penn's is about to turn 27 or 28. And I was just like, good God, I feel old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so it, it was great seeing them. And then I flew home on Sunday, dude, by the, I was wiped out. Like I, 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 I was, um, I wish in a perfect world I could have done CJ's wedding first. Cause I would have loved to have all the energy and excitement with that. And then Nashville and then the caps. Cause it was, you know, caps is, I love going to DC, but really I spent my day at, at district D and then like, that's it. I just go back to the hotel and I can just like chill. It's like going, it's like going to the office. So, um, you know, that was, uh, but that was it. That was, uh, a great GWC. Uh, I pray, I tweeted this out. I'm like, let us pray that the next one is in, if they do the draft and awards and the GWC happens again, which from my understanding, I, I, I don't see why they don't have a GWC, but it's not always guaranteed. Um, in Vegas, uh, man, that Vegas is a great city. Like Nashville, I enjoyed personally because I love country music. And um, again, the, the crew that went out was just, you know, I've met a lot of people in the in the community, not just the community, but the industry, like Pete, like Pete Blackburn and Jordan and all of them. Like it's just fun. So, um, yeah, that was that. And um, you know, now we're back home and life's. Uh, what do you, what are you playing? If you're not playing NHL, I said you tried to play a little bit of NHL uh, the other day. You playing MLB? Okay, did you watch any of that? I was in your stream for like ten minutes. I was half asleep. Uh, I was yeah. Okay, yeah. I I like. I don't know what made me do it. I was like t- chilling in Discord, and I was like, oh, I'll fire up the stream. Like, oh, let's play some NHL and talk hockey. It was just too late. But then I was like, I put like one game of versus. I'm like, what am I doing? This is, it was so boring. And part of it's the style of the game. Is I just yes. remember, I, I, I kept telling like the guys in the Discord, I'm like, dude, I'm just going right back behind the net. It's just like, it's just, it's so, it's, it, it literally feels like when they added, remember they added like the, the set plays with the circle bubbles and you go to those plays for them to activate? That's what it feels like the whole game is now. It's like, go skate right behind the net so then I can get the back door. I mean, I'm not saying you have to play that way, but you, it's just the game, the game has just turned so like, just like, lack, lack, no creativity. It's, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, everyone's it's, found no the, flow. the least resistance, but. Yeah, man, NHL for me, um, I went live yesterday for the first time in 11 days, which, or like seven because I was I did it in D.C. Um, but um, you just talked hockey I for like literally four hour stream talked hockey and low key might be what I do for like the remainder of the summer. Like other than like new game, like I play a lot of Tarkov and and other games throughout the summer, which I'm excited for. Um, but, you know, it is July. We should get news on 24. It, 20 yeah i can't well, say it's yeah. 25 in in august um which i'm super excited for I, i'm i this year was the worst game that i have been a part of in terms of whether it be a game changer or a content creator this is by far the worst i did not like 22 because i didn't like the gameplay but that's subjective um some people love 22's gameplay because it was very sim based but i found that once you got to like the high end it wasn't like the best player always won. And in a video game, I, you know, it's a video game. You know, I understand that it's a video game of the sport, but the way that we play it, you know, I don't do it very well, but like, I, I don't know how many games that I would play and I would have 15 minutes TOA with 30 shots on goal. And someone just scored off of like a a random flick up. Like it just happened so much last year. So I didn't enjoy it, but 23 worst across the board, like Mm -hmm. other than cross play. And for the majority of the year, I didn't have cross play on because PlayStation users just did not. That's a whole, that's, I I think that it's in a better state. Now I can confidently say that at least when I'm in DC, (laughs) because I'm on two ping. But, I just can't believe the game still played differently. I think I think they do from what people like I'm the nerd. Sure, yeah, that, like because the, the like, nerdy kids that play like every day, they tell me it's different. How from many Xbox times though play. does one person say something and it explodes? 
Yeah, it's I so hard like to quantify. When, it's so like, like Polk's Polk's plays so year, much. Back back in like uh, in nineteen or twenty, what year was it when it legitimately was a different game? Oh, I, I, was, I, was, I was I was one of the big people that was like pushing it too because I, I think played it was both twenty, and it was legitimately they came out. Like Ben said that like yeah, I don't know why, but Xbox's hit engine or hit something is not registering the same as PlayStation. So that's a whole other thing. But it still feels like there's more bumps on Xbox and PlayStation. I agree. I agree. But that's top for another conversation because we are back, and we will be back um, throughout the summer. We'll do one a week. Um, but uh, we're definitely because NHL is is pretty much cooked. Um, we'll talk a little bit about it, you know, maybe things that we want to see and, and stuff like that. But for the majority of we it, got, we'll probably we got free agency next well, week. Too. We're going to be talking about free agency and some real hockey uh, because I think far too many of you just play the game and don't actually pay attention to hockey. So we must educate. We must create debates and get you interested in the actual thing. So that is what we will do. But that's it for episode seventy-one, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.